Welcome to City on a Hill Gaming, a family-friendly tabletop RPG podcast. Let's meet our players. Hello, I'm Daniel. Hi, I'm Grant. Hi, I'm Peter. Hi, I'm Greg. Hey, I'm Shanine. Hi, I'm Andrea. What's up? I'm Ben. We hope you enjoy our show. You're listening to WCOH Radio, City on a Hill Gaming. Welcome to tonight's broadcast. We present a very special once-in-a-lifetime opportunity as we present to you the story, The Many Ones. A story of being much smaller than you're supposed to be. So welcome back to CNA Hill Gaming. I am your Game Master, Ryan, joined with uh, Daniel, Greg, Ben, and Grant. Everybody say hi. Um, we we have the nope. half the normal uh, crew, um, but we're not going to do the normal thing. Um, we're going to do a thing I'm increasingly falling in love with. We're going to play Roll for Shoes. Uh, I'll read all six rolls here in just a minute, and Greg will keep me on track eventually, because I still don't know them very well, because this will be the third time I've played this system. But that doesn't matter. It's Roll for Shoes, and everyone loves it. Uh, we're playing a one-shot um, based loosely off the 19... Wait, wait. I want to get this right. I went, too, I went too far down a Wikipedia hole. The 1989 American comic science fiction film classic. Yes, I said classic. You can fight me in the comments if you disagree. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, starring Rick Moranis. Um, excellent movie about a uh, father whose inventions go sideways that I love to this day. Uh, and is possibly getting a reboot or a fourth sequel. I don't know which, and I don't care because it's still starring Rick Moranis. And that man is a national treasure, as I learned tonight. Um, and should always be treated as such. So... Uh, our players, uh, and I'll let them introduce whatever character they choose to play here in a minute, uh, but they are basically all either children of an inventor or the neighborhood children of said inventor uh, who have come over to the house and something has gone terribly wrong. Um, but first, I will introduce the Roll for Shoes system, which is a tabletop RPG microsystem, rollforshoes.com. Uh, very simple set of rules. There were only six of them. Say what you do and roll a number of d6s determined by the level of relevant skill you have. If the sum of your roll is higher than the opposing roll made by me, the thing you want to happen, happens. At start, you only have one skill. Do anything one. If you roll all sixes, you get a new skill specific to that action. One level higher than the one you used. For every roll you fail, you gain one XP. An XP can be used to change a die into a six for advancement purposes only. So if you roll 1d6 and you fail a roll, but you have one XP, you can still use that XP turn that into a six and gain a new skill, which will be at 2d6. And you will uh, tell me what that skill is named and it will be something ridiculous, I'm sure. Uh, we're gonna lean heavily on Greg for this one because he's played far more Roll for Shoes than I have. Um, I just have a book of dumb ideas. So um, before we get into the game, I will let you guys introduce your characters. And you also need to tell me what one thing your character has with you. Uh, any one thing like a 10 foot pole or a hatchet i don't know why a child would have a hatchet that's not important or safe but that's fine um 30 feet of xlr cable a parachute again why a child has a parachute not important it's fine so we'll, uh, we'll go around i'll start with greg uh let him kind of template it for you guys uh what it is you're looking for so greg tell me about your character and what item your character has with you i am anita filk uh, spell, spell please Anita, A-N-I-T-A, Filk, F-I-L-K. Okay. And what does Anita have uh, with them? A lovely umbrella. Uh-oh. I have concerns. Oh, I have ideas. Okay. Um, now, is Anita a child of the inventor or a neighbor child? 
a precocious neighbor child. Precocious neighbor child. Love Not it. necessarily invited everywhere, but at least shows up everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, I just learned. I don't know how to spell precocious, but that's not important. Uh, we'll figure it out later. All right. Um, Daniel's smiling, which means I'm going to make him go next. Daniel, tell me about your character. Uh, I I will be playing Ambrose Chantrell. However, wow. he just goes by AC, and everyone calls him Eck. <laughs> AC, Eck pronounced with three k's at the end even though there's none in his name all right uh what is the one item ambrose sorry what is the one item ack carries with him uh ack is gonna have a slingshot in his back pocket love it all right and um ben what are you thinking i am uh going to play micromanus right right makes sense uh makes sense i will be uh just one of the neighbor kids uh gonna always comes around, hangs out, uh, digs in the fridge. Um, and today I will be wearing my big brother's football helmet that I stole from his room. Love it. Okay. Uh, me dot character. Perfect. Here for it. Um, Daniel, are you a child or a neighbor child? Um, I was going to be a, a neighbor child from the trailer park down the road. Trailer park down the road. Oh, that's awful. Uh, trailer park, not the trailer park, just the gift someone sent me. That was terrifying, and I loved it. Okay, perfect, good. Um, neighbor child from down the road. That leaves Grant. Grant, tell me of your character. My name is uh, Sarah. I'm working on a last name still. I apologize. Yeah, we'll come up with one later. Not important. Uh, um, yep, yeah. and uh, Sarah is a also a neighbor kid. Well, actually, no. Yeah, we don't have any um, inventor kids yet, do we? No. So you cool. you tell me what yeah. the family's last name is. <laughs> Sarah, name to come later. <sighs> Greg, I'm sorry. Why? I'm just, ladies and gentlemen, if you give me just a second, I'm just going to kick Greg from the call real quick. Um, All right, that'll make things easier anyway. Yeah, smooth things out so, a little bit. All right, go ahead. Sarah, <laughs> we add a baby. It's a boy. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one who remembers that. One eight hundred collect. Uh, things that I will not miss about the 90s. <laughs> Except uh, that commercial. Um, uh, so what's your one item, Grant? Uh, well, okay. First off, uh, last name, Ritzberger. Ritzberger. Got it. Yep. Done. And one item, trying to decide exactly what kind of uh, person Sarah is. And, and in their defense, I gave them zero lead time other than the prompt of Honey, I shrunk the kids. So we're we're flying by the seat of our pants on this one, but I think that's how you should play roll for shoes. Um yeah. yeah. It is a system um, of nonsense. It is that. I don't know. I'll come up with something in a bit. That's fine. Uh, so you are this all... is not what I'm usually good at. No, you're fine. Uh you are all at the home of Dr. and Mrs. Ritzberger. Uh Dr. Ritzberger is a local entrepreneur, and by local entrepreneur, I mean local uh, basement inventor who is successful 27% of the time. But man, those successes. Um, and he has recently been working on a new project, uh, but you guys are not allowed in the basement. Stop asking. It is not safe. If he has to tell you again, it's going to be a problem. Do not go in the basement. It's not safe. Uh, Where does he keep his soda fridge? In the basement. 
Oh yeah. Can we just use a shrink ray and go under the door to get in the basement? The shrink ray's in the basement. I mean, what? Um, <clears throat> I don't know why you would think there's a shrink ray. There's definitely not a shrink ray in the house. That would be nonsense. This is not science fiction. That technology doesn't exist. We're light years away from that. Um, so he he's well known for. Um, Wait, light years measures distance, not time. Kessel run in twelve parsecs. Something, something, something. Okay, now that that's out of my system. Um, so he, you, you guys often come over and hang out uh, with his daughter Sarah uh, and play around the house. He has lots of cool uh, inventions that you can play with, and their backyard is full of all the traditional like nineteen eighties and early nineties like backyard play equipment, but like the swings are automated; they push themselves. Um, the little tilt-a-whirl in the backyard spins on its own very slowly. Nothing else would be safe. That kind of thing. So it's it's kind of a Ooh. very unique environment. I I call dibs on the auto skip it. Do you have to jump with an auto skip it? Well, yeah, it just swings on its own. Oh, in my head, it actually just detaches and separates around your leg every time it passes. And stays and then comes back together as one piece. Um, so you guys are out over at the Ritzberger household uh, this evening, playing in the backyard, and Mrs. Ritzberger has just called you all back into the house because it's dinner time. Um, uh, tonight is uh, spaghetti, uh, broccoli, and uh, we'll go with banana pudding. Um, I'm here for that. I'm definitely oh, man, not, I, but that's fine. Love me some nanner pudding. That's right. Um, and some Dunkaroos. Actually, don't. I, they brought Dunkaroos <laughs> back. They're not good now. I was so sad. <laughs> There's a Dunkaroo cereal as well. I was well. so optimistic, and I shouldn't have been because it's just sugar. It's not even good quality sugar. <sighs> okay, so that's not important right now. So she. Calls oh wait, you all do they have? Those. Do they have that Kool Aid that's like the green powder, but when you stir it, it's blue? No, not oh, yeah. So surprisingly, no. It's green powder, and when you stir it, it's orange. You've been on that aisle of the store repeatedly. They don't sell that. That ain't right. <laughs> that Kool Aid ain't right. Um, Daniel, I'm you're just gonna see such an awful how many times I can make Ryan reflexively drop into a southern accent. <laughs> it's not that difficult, hey. I promise. Um, <laughs> as long as it tastes better than Tang, though. You take that back. <laughs> I'd take Tang over Sunny D any day of the week. You take Ain't that nothing back. Ain't nothing about some hot Tang. Oh, we're about to have an actual fight online. Not how I thought the session was going to go, but you never know. Uh, so yeah, I gave a robot an existential crisis yesterday, so, you know, I'm up for anything. <laughs> Bring it on. Um, okay, so you guys have been called into the house. Okay, uh oh, what do what do each of you want to drink? Um Eck. Eck? Eck. That's your that's actually I'm not calling you that, young man. AC, what do you want to drink? Oh, uh I'll have some of that green orange Kool-Aid. Alright. Um uh let's see. Anita, what do you want, dear? I'll take some of the Kool-Aid as well, but if you could make it more of a southern style. Absolutely. Yes, my dear. Extra sugar, it'll be with lemon wedge on the side. Gotcha. I don't know why I became, the character wasn't Southern to begin with. This is Daniel's yes! fault. Yeah. Uh, but we're here now, so it's fine. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, Mick, sweetie, what do you want? 
I'll take the Kool-Aid, but can I have it in that Star Wars glass? Absolutely, honey, absolutely. You you want the Darth Vader or the Boba Fett? The Boba Fett. All right, good choice, sweetheart. Come on. Uh, I would have assumed at this point in the 90s it would have been like the Jar Jar Binks. No, no, no. Well, we're so not these are the ones like the ones the that... <laughs> the, these are the, the glasses that like are half faded off. Oh, they've been gotcha, in the dishwasher gotcha. too many times. And these, this is, these are the good etched ones, though. Etched in color. Oh, etched yeah. in color. The ones not... from Burger King? Yes. With or without like... <laughs> Yeah, the good ones from Burger King, With not the cheap what? ones from McDonald's. <laughs> you know, that's right. <laughs> they all used lead paint. That's, that's probably true, unfortunately. Uh, that's where the flavor comes from. <laughs> And that's, the drain blamage. I was say, that's not science. Don't don't trust that, kids. Uh, Sarah, sweetie, what do you want to drink? Um, mint julep extra dry. Very funny, sweetheart. More of the orange it is for you. All right, good. Uh, y'all sit down. <laughs> y'all sit down. Y'all sit down. I'll go get your drinks. We'll get to spaghetti on. And she goes around the corner. Mm-hmm. I, now I can't get out of the voice. Dag nabbit, Daniel. <laughs> okay. If you keep saying things like "dag nabbit," you're never going to break out. That's my natural voice, y'all. That was on purpose. Um, all right. Uh, she walks down to the. She walks over to the basement door uh, before she goes to the refrigerator. Opens the door. Glenn, honey, get up here. It's time for dinner. You put that. What are you building now? Lord help us. All right. You get up here now. That can wait. Time to eat dinner. Um, so she goes in the kitchen. Gets the. <laughs> it's that I can see Daniel is killing me right now. Um, she goes in the kitchen. Gets the big pot of spaghetti. Uh, the broccoli, the nana pudding, which stays in the kitchen till you're done with your vegetables now. Now that until with time for dessert. Um, and then she comes back with everyone's drinks in Star Wars mugs, but then gets the only cool one because Boba Fett for life. Fight me. Um, Darth Vader second, yeah. but Boba Fett for life. Um, they set the table. Um, she she pray, she says the blessing, uh, and then she's about to serve the food, and then you... She she realizes her husband's not there yet. Um, really would have been good if I read his name down the first time. Glenn, right, perfect. I remembered. We're fine. I don't even know if that's what I said originally, but it's what it is now. See, on the whole gaming, if I don't write it down, it's not canon. That's not true. <laughs> um, that's definitely not true. Uh, well, d- City on a hill. If we got a rule wrong, uh, it was a house rule all along. Wait, that, hold on. That actually might be a t-shirt idea. We need to... We're going to print that out. <laughs> um, that's not uh, what the rule book I says. May, it's a house rule. <clears throat> I may have stolen that line from Cameron Lauder, so you'll yeah, have to take it up with him. <laughs> All right, I'll call, I'll call out in Ready Run and see if we can work out a brand deal. Um, Glenn, where are... Get up here. Honey, dinner's going to get cold. Um, I, will, will you four go down there and see if you can find your father? It, that man, I swear. Um... <laughs> I can't, Daniel. I'm gonna need you to turn your camera off because just the look on your face through all of this, I cannot make it past. All right, you y'all get down there and go see if you can find that man. Tell him it's time for the dinner. Spaghetti is gonna get cold. You can't have cold spaghetti. Nonsense. Well, not unless you eat it for breakfast. Oh no, absolutely. No, so, that's right. So the basement door is not locked. No. Okay. And she is knowingly sending you into the basement. So ultimately, she's up. culpable for this. All right, just making sure. Absolutely. She trusts the four of you. So full send to the basement. That's right. Because <laughs> you know that's where the soda is. Right. 
Like he's uh, he's out. So, like Mick is out of his seat and like that, that's where the running bo- for the door. So Eck is Eck is gonna get up and like walk out of the kitchen, but as soon as he breaks line of sight, he's bolting. He's like sliding down the handrail. Oh, uh, no, 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 I'm... no, you're doing the, the kid, like, stomp down the steps as fast as possible. And thing. then I... jump the final six of them. Oh, yes, yes yeah. that one. Perfect, good, okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. Okay, so as you open the door, you have all seen into the basement from the top of the stairs, uh, but none of you other than Sarah have been in the basement, because it is it is off limits. Um, And it's it's one of those, like, 20 stairs down basements where there's, like, a hanging light... And it's a little creepy, but not really, but it's a little creepy. And at the bottom, you can see the washer and the dryer and the big, big storage freezer and the like. Um, and you can describing my childhood. Yep. Uh, you can and you can sort of hear a whirring noise. Like somewhere between washing machine that you can see and clearly isn't running and small turbine jet engine. One of those is probably not important. Um that's coming from down and around the corner behind the stairs. What do? Oh, we're going directly to uh, wherever the fridge is. Oh yeah. Loud steps down the stairs. <laughs> not, to find, full stomp. not to find your father. You're just going directly to where the fridge is. Good. Okay. Uh, yep. So when you get to the bottom of the stairs, uh, there is the storage fridge freezer, uh, which is where you keep your, uh, your store jams, your jellies, um, any meeting from last hunting season and uh, uh and the soda um so you currently have the option of glass bottle mountain dew uh coke with the real sugar because this is america we only use the real sugar here that's not true but it should be um i assure you it's the only thing we've been marketed in the 90s yeah yeah uh let's see uh, there's some kind of locally made glass bottled cherry limeade because I like cherry limeade. Um, and then for some reason, someone bottled Tang in glass bottles. I don't really know why, but someone bottled Tang, but it looks like it was bottled at home because, you know, Tang. It's for space. Um, X going to pick up the Tang bottle and just look at it and just go zero fat. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Zero, per- zero percent skin from. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> we don't talk about what's actually in Tang because it has to be safe for space. So I'm sure all the ingredients are very natural. Um. So what is everyone taking? Oh, glass I'm, bottle of Mountain Dew. Yeah, I, glass Mountain Dew. <laughs> the most carbonated drink or caffeinated drink available glass mountain that, Dew. it is that would be right, mountain Dew, yep <laughs> if it was in plastic it would have eaten through it itself uh greg are you also taking the mountain dew yes xanthan gum and yellow five good all the things that you need for a growing child perfect um, those are the ingredients of tang oh i thought these were the ingredients of mountain dew all right perfect six and one I mean, yes. Shockingly close. You just have to add <laughs> some caffeine. It's a higher percentage sugar, I believe. Um, okay. so Different you, food dye. Yes. Uh, you all have your drinks. You can open them on the uh, bottle opener on the front of the fridge. Um, uh, I'm going to... Oh, okay. I'm just going to use the back of my slingshot and just... Oh, just kind of... Okay. That's also fine. Um, now, you hear around the corner, uh, uh, the, the whirring sound appears to be 
growing in intensity. And there's a slight shaking sensation. What do? Put my helmet on. Good. Good. Go towards it. Yeah. Uh, also gonna, good. The 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 missus said that uh, you need to come to dinner, and also we could have these. <laughs> totally, both things she said. I promise. Um, come on. You hear a muffled sound, and then something akin to whatever, like the. Who's seen the original Battlestar Galactica? Yep. Okay, good. Close enough percentage. So sort of like a laser zapping noise mm. from like a like a very early sci-fi series. Um, and then the whirring slows down and then starts to pick up again. And there's a bright flash of light when the laser sound happens. All from slightly around the corner, sort of under the stairs a little bit. Go check it out. Uh, so what you see is a large machine that looks like it's made of some parts you can identify that look like they've been taken from like household items and then some very large tubing and something that can only be described as government quality materials um and something something not for public use whatever it's probably fine um and it's all pointed sort of directly at a at a small you remember like the stools you sit on to have your photo taken when you're like six? Mm-hmm. So yes. it's pointed at one of those under the stairs. And it's whirring still. And they're regular size stool? Uh y'all size stool. Yeah. Okay. And there's a little notebook sitting on the stool. Uh I'm going to take the notebook. Dad. Uh, so the notebook is in your father's handwriting. Uh, and you it, left your notebook. It appears to be his directions sort of on what he's working on. Like there's diagrams, there's some science nonsense that Ryan doesn't understand. Um, and there's just some sort of general explanations on minimization theory and uh, teleportation theory. This machine is so cool. I'm going to run up and just start like fiddling with like th- like whatever's on it. I'm just going to start like just touching everything. Oh, there's dozens and dozens of of knobs and levers and Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it flips, it flips. If it turns, I'm turning in it. It's like a creative discovery <laughs> museum for child for children in here. It's just all things that are clearly meant to be touched. Oh, and man. Is this all like all the budgets. Mm-hmm. Is this like the DZ Discovery Zone? Word. Mm. I wish I knew what their motto was, and I don't remember. As many 90s references as I can in here. Love it. Um, And as... I mean, we shrunk the 90s into what episode? Don't test me. We'll do it. Um, The 90s and 90 minutes. A City on the Hill actual... Okay, we'll worry about that later. Um, As Ben is flicking levers, the whirring sound starts to speed up again, but it doesn't seem to be at all related to whatever it is Ben's doing. Ben, you think some of these may be decorative. Flip them twice. Yes. Because it's an invention. It needs to look cool. Um, And something inside it appears to be spinning, and it appears to be glowing slightly. um, You know, like normal. And then suddenly there's another bright flash, and then the room goes back to normal. Um, Everyone 
roll. Let's, let's, let's go and roll. We haven't rolled yet. Roll. Do anything one. Um, you're going to kind of, you're looking around. I want you to take in the room again because, you know, maybe you can figure out some clue to where, where Sarah's father, the good doctor, has gone. I'm getting definite Explorers vibes. Mm-hmm. The yep. Ethan Hawk River Phoenix. Oh, okay. I definitely mm-hmm. have uh, a flash in my eyes because I rolled a one. Perfect. But you know what that means? XP. New skill. Uh, yeah, and correct. you can use it instantly to get a new skill right away. All right. We have a thing for this. We do have a thing for this. Five. Oh, yeah. That. Yes. I also have a thing. Where'd it, where'd it uh, go? If you're not using, if you've not used it before, check out rollwithme.xyz. Uh, that is where we are rolling this evening. Cool. I'm going to put that into a look for things skill. Yes. So Grant uh, has used his experience. He now has 2d6. Look for stuff. Um, okay. So what? Let's see. We have a four for Greg, uh, five for Ben, and uh, Daniel, what do you have? Daniel has a one, like Grant. Um, new skill. So everybody has XPs or new skills, whichever you prefer to do. Um, so most of you don't notice anything unusual. Uh, ben, Mick notices that you're still standing next to the stool and the big machine, but everything seems much bigger now. It's like everything got real big. Like, like you know your army men you have at home? It's like, yeah. what if you were the same size as your army men? Or everything was... I think I broke the machine. Else? It's probably fine. I wouldn't worry about it too much. Um, it has slowly stopped spinning and whirring. And as you all look around, you notice that everything around you seems bigger, much bigger. Or you're much smaller, whichever. Either one is possible. Uh, and, and let's see, who had the four? Greg, you do notice um, an ant. But normally ants aren't bigger than you. Normally ants are very small and meant to be melted with magnifying glasses. Don't do that. It's not nice. Um, or, you know, picked up and, and set in little exhibits in your bedroom. But this ant's much bigger than you now. Uh, so what does everybody do? Because you're, you're slowly hey, coming down to the realization that something's wrong. I didn't know you got a new pet. We call it an ant. Well, I... That's not a pet. At least I don't think so. I don't know. Did Dad make a bigger, like some sort of big robot ant or something? It's not moving very robotically. It seems to be wanting to come over and say hi. Well, he did a good job. Uh, the ant seems to have taken notice of the four of you. Are there any like, like is the what's the floor made of? Is it concrete, wood, uh, like this? Concrete. Yeah, it's fine. We'll go concrete. Uh, or possibly linoleum. I was going to say it's that or linoleum. I haven't decided which yet. It's the 90s. It's linoleum. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to clean. Well, it's not just the 90s. It's like, you know, whatever Unfinished was left over from the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Good basement finishing material. Um. So you have a giant ant hustling towards you. Um, and it looks hungry. I don't know what an ant looks like when it's hungry, but it looks hungry. I'm going to start shaking up the Mountain Dew. Like, I haven't popped the top yet. I'm just shaking up the bottle. I have questions. Okay. Um, I don't. I know where that's going. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to put... Now. I'm going to put the bottle cap in my slingshot and just, like, wait. Okay. Uh, the ant is about... 
15 inches and or feet from you, whichever makes sense uh, for this scaling. 15 feet relative to our size. Yes, 15 feet relative to your size. So something, something millimeters, but I'm not going to try and do the math there. That's fine. Um, Scale, 15 feet. Yes, it is. It is continuing to approach. What do? Uh, I'm going to throw the Mountain Dew at it. Okay. Um, roll me, roll me anything. Let's see if you hit. I got a two. Yes, uh, you also got a two. You also got a two. Why uh, do we keep tying? <laughs> you have so now. Greg, remind as, me where ties go. Um, that's up to you. I think officially by raw, it is a loss for the player because okay. you have to beat the roll. Right. But in the other game I'm in where we play this regularly, all ties go to the player since we're supposed to be the heroes. That's fine. So, I think I player. saw that it was like you win but you lose at the same time kind of thing. Like it's a success but also That's a failure. Possible. It's not a full success, it's a partial success. Partial success. Right. Okay, so let's assume um, your shaken up Mountain Dew glass bottle hits the ant and shatters um, and now the ant has Mountain Dew on its uh, antennas and hands, whatever ants' hands are called, um, and a little bit in its eye. But you have slipped and fallen down because you overexerted when you threw. Um, and they're done that. The ant seems very concerned and skitters off because it has been attacked. Um, so you guys are safe for now, but you hear from upstairs, Mrs. Ritzberger is calling down again. Where did that man go? Now he's done distracted the children. They're out there playing with them model trains or something. So help me. All right. Well, your dinner's going to get cold. No one gets put until they've eaten their vegetables. Y'all get back up here. Uh, on the upside, I think that door is... I mean, there's on the upside, there's more food for us now. On the downside, I think that first step is a little too big. Yeah, that's true. Um, Wait, what the heck happened? Uh, Dad... Dad happened. D- what does that mean? Mood. What you means... can't just sit here and and act like this is normal. You haven't lived here long. You... If no, this keeps up, I probably won't live here also, much longer. No, this isn't normal, and I am quietly freaking out inside. That's all right. I'll just freak out out loud for the both of us. All right, you do that. Um, ah! I said, you know what? I think Dad's probably around here somewhere because he would have answered Mom by now. So you want to go in search if, of your father? Well, I'm just saying, like, if you know, we found his notebook, but not him. Machine, we heard firing off earlier. It stands to reason that possibly he is also in the same situation you're in. Yeah. Uh, I do have... I mean, I have a question, but I don't know if anyone can answer it. What happens if we're still standing here when it fires off again? Uh, We either get very small or back to normal, or we get big? I don't know. You would also need to, in theory, be within the arc of the laser. 
for it to have some kind of effect. So the book was on the stool. Correct. So assuming your dad didn't have the book in his hand when whatever happened happened, he's not on top of the stool. There was a pencil sat down next to the book on the stool and the book was closed. I mean, he could be up there. We're not. But wouldn't the but wouldn't the book have gone with him? Like our um, our stuff went with us? I don't know. Look, you're science. Do I look like a mad scientist? father uh, can i roll for deception no no, <laughs> no. um uh, i mean a little but <laughs> take that back or i'm going to punch you <laughs> you go girl um you can't get me i'm all hopped up a mountain dew <laughs> i love wasted my mountain dew does your dad have any thread that he keeps down here anywhere. I he's I mean he's got a workbench over there, and Sarah just sort of points. You're approximately that way and up and up and up. You're about thirty units of measure from the bottom of the workbench. So that's six, eight seconds to walk over there. And however long to climb up. And this E has happened to fall upon the floor. Okay. Because if it is high, it defeats the purpose of why I wanted it. So, uh, Grant, I believe you have 2d6 looking for things, correct? I sure do. Uh, Would Sarah like to make a looking for things check to see what she can find around you of use? Sure, I can do that. Nope. I keep forgetting to use the website. I'll use the website. I got a four. I got an 11. Grant got an 11. Uh, and that includes a 6. That sure um, does. Very nice. Good success. Uh, you find a couple of things within... Um, but it is not uh, all 6s. So. No. Uh, and if any roll is all 6s, you also get a new skill then. That's true. Um, and if you have XP, you have to have enough XP to turn any roll that wasn't a 6 into a 6. And then you yes. can also gain a new skill. Um, so you see a couple of things. You see what looks like a long spool of thread from one of your mother's sewing kits. Um, it's not, not too far away. Uh, you see, uh, a large bottle cap, or what would be technically a normal size bottle cap, uh, that appears to have fallen off of the workbench from where your father was having his own Mountain Dew. Um, and you also see... Uh, you also see several more ants that appear to be searching for something. There are possibly crumbs of food on the floor somewhere in the basement. They are scouting. I definitely want thread now. Uh, the thread is within reach, but is tied to a much larger spool that is also on the ground. What so do? we need to get some of that thread. And prepare a little harness so we can just ride one of the ants so we don't have to walk everywhere. This is a very large basement. Uh, It's not where I thought that was going, but sure. I don't don't know if that's a 
a good idea. We can hang a little bit of something of a crumb or a drop of Mountain Dew off of the front of my umbrella just to kind of guide it. I, I ain't giving up my Mountain Dew. You have plenty of Mountain Dew. Um, also, we're not going to... I don't think it's going to follow Mountain Dew in a can. Uh, you, like, one of the crumbs wet. might work, though. If you get part of one of the crumbs. Uh, you might be able to tame your own... Ambrose, ant. go get one of the crumbs. We're going over here. Who? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Ambrose? You... They keep almost calling you that when I look at the name papers where I wrote one down on the on the thing in front of me. Um, All right, fine. So it appears I'll... he had a sandwich earlier. Uh, so there are tiny crumbs of lettuce, tomato, ham, turkey, uh, roast beef, and uh, American and Swiss cheese uh, on white bread. Uh, I'm gonna just grab a crumb of Wonder Bread because it's mostly air and not that heavy. <laughs> Accurate. Um, uh, Greg, do you wish to attempt to retrieve a portion of the thread? Yes. Uh, make me a roll to tie, try and um, cut off a piece from the larger spool. With sure. your umbrella. Sure. Or a shard of glass from something. Oh yeah, there are definitely. I will go grab. Somewhere. Yeah, I will go grab of shards of glass from the broken yeah. mound. Do it's just yes. really yep. tiny shards. But yeah. relative to us, they a normal size shard, and the oh. thread is more like cutting a rope. Ooh, I should get some of that so I can use it in my slingshot. For that seems dangerous. Um, good. By the you're, way, complete you're tangent. Not... I have figured out uh, Sarah's item. Oh, okay. What's her item? Uh, she has a uh, disposable camera with oh. only about three pictures used. Still work. Kind of waving it around, you know, like pretending to take pictures with it all day. A disposable camera, having only spent three pictures, is like every time I went on a youth church trip. Mm -hmm. My parents would give me a whole disposable camera, and I would not take about three pictures and not use it at all. Oh, I was I was the opposite. Three usable ones and a bunch of like the sleeping bag or under the bed or. The and, wall. And you took those three. Uh, one of them you took uh, while your mother was still watching before you left the church, and the other two you took on the bus on the way home because you found the camera in your bag, remembering you hadn't taken any pictures yet. Listen, <laughs> yes. No, I, I, I definitely had a couple of you know. Oh, that's a nice sunrise pictures to round fair. it out. Uh, Mine were always the uh, counselor was trying to sleep, and you used the flash to wake him up. See, I always have more interesting <laughs> pictures, but that's because I was in Boy Scouts. Well, uh, yeah, no, all right. Same. I, first of all, I don't have that part of my brain that says you should take a picture of this. It just doesn't exist. Those two synapses like don't connect whatsoever. I have the part uh, that says you should have taken a picture of this. I have, in fact, uh, ruined several probably good photos on a disposable camera when I figured out that you could charge the light and just smack it against your hand and the light will flash. So you just overexposed the same picture several times. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay, Greg, uh, I'm sorry. Anita needs to uh, attempt to uh, obtain thread. Roll to obtain thread. Thanks for listening to City on a Hill Gaming. 
For more information, you can find us on Twitter at City on a Hill Game, on Instagram at City on a Hill Gaming, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash City on a Hill Gaming, or wherever you listen to podcasts by searching for City on a Hill Gaming. If you want to hear more from the Saving the Game folks, you can find their backlog of episodes at stgcast.org. Thanks for listening, and have a blessed day. Thanks as always to our Patreon backers, Andrew, Christina, Tony, Brian, Stephanie, JD, Sir Lord Epic Name, and our newest patron, Grizzly Rich. We appreciate everything you guys do to help support the show. Mike, check. Uh, Greg, go first. It's impossible for most people to lick their own elbow. A crocodile cannot stick its tongue out. A shrimp's heart is in its head. It is physically impossible for pigs to look up into the sky. If you sneeze too hard, you could fracture a rib. Wearing headphones for just an hour could increase the bacteria in your ear by 700 times. That last in the course of you. an average life, <laughs> in the course of an average lifetime while sleeping, you might eat around 70 assorted insects and 10 spiders or more. Like fingerprints, everyone's tongue print is different. There are 293 ways to make change for a dollar. The longest one-syllable word in the English language are scrunch and strengthened. Some suggest that squirrel could be included, but squirrel is intended to be pronounced as a two-syllable word, squirrel. According to most dictionaries, screeched and straights are two other long-syllable, are other long one-syllable words, but they only have nine letters. Shrimp is the only English word that ends in the letters MT. Ben and I are like both working that one over in our heads. He's like, I want to fight you on that. <laughs> Wait, what about unkempt? That's what I was exactly what <laughs> I was thinking. Kempt ends with a T. P and a T, not N and T. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. silent M. M M P T versus N T. Wait, in because you said print, right? P R I N T. What, Greg? Print. D R E M. Sorry, D-R-E-A-M-T. Oh, dreamt. Dreamt. Oh, dreamt. So you said print. Dreamt. Hang on. Dreamt. 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 Unkempt. Yeah, because kempt is M-P-T. Yeah, no, there's a P. That I, I forgot it, about that one. There's a semi-silent P in the middle of that. <laughs> That's listen. Like Spelling this is the was one that got never wrong, my strong suit. the headphones suit. one. Oh, the headphones one just bothers me. It doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I know better than argue with that. I wear earbuds on a daily basis. Please tell me that all of those are actually true and you didn't just lie for one of them and now I have to like stay up till two in the morning figuring out really which one's a lie. This is the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences. Oh, well, good for them. All what right, are uh... they doing talking about this sort of stuff? <laughs> Everybody's got a lot of free time, Daniel. It's fine. We had a pandemic. Grant, go. go. <laughs> My turn. Yeah. Okay, so uh, since we're talking about vaguely sciencey things, I should talk about a vaguely sciencey thing. And no, it's not explaining the Doppler effect to Ryan, not yet. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so I just got back from a, a very nice trip to Dollywood and Sevierville and Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, that area. Uh, went up with some friends. Uh, the kids love Dollywood. We had fun. Um, Friends had never been to Dollywood. Their kids loved it. Uh, we accidentally went <laughs> the day that they make the park $5 for everyone in Sevier County. Oh, no. So it was a little busy, mm. uh, but it was a lot of fun. It was good times. But 
none of this is science other than maybe some interesting sociology. Um, we stopped on the way back at one of those little, you know, out of the way attractions that, you know, has signs up and you kind of go, is this good or is this weird and kitschy? And the answer is, it's good. We stopped in at Forbidden Cavern, uh, which is a complex of 12 miles of caverns, which is a lot of cave, but also for that area, you know, limestone area of the Appalachians, not that big, you know, compared to like Mammoth Cave, stuff like that. Um, only about a quarter mile of it is open to the public. Um, and it is really neat. I've been in a few different caverns around the Appalachian area, and they're all a little bit touristy. Uh, they all have that sense of like, well, you know, we've got this nice path for you, and, you know, we've, we've got steps in and guardrails up, and you can look at a lot of stuff, but it's all kind of kept away from you. This was a little bit different, and I, I do strongly recommend it because it was kept about as natural as they could get it. And because the cave is a little bit smaller, everything is just right there. They just tell you, don't touch it. So, you know, there's flowstone and walls, 50-foot walls of cave onyx. And, you know, here, hey, here's this underground river. And it's all just kind of there. You know, yes, there's some, some pathways put in and some guardrails for safety, that kind of stuff. Uh, but they put it all in in the late 60s in conjunction with the University of Tennessee to try and make it as minimal, to basically to minimize the impact. Um, so it's it's a very different experience. And, you know, I'm five, eight and a half inches. And I mentioned that because if you're five, nine, you have to duck. It's tight in some spots. You know, you're going down the steps. I had to duck and dodge out of the way of just, you know, some stalagmites that just hang down into the steps. So it was really fun, interesting, very alien experience. And I recommend it, A, if you're in the area, it's cool. But also see if, you know, if you as a gamer are looking to try and explain like, you know, the Underdark and what caverns are like, they're wildly different than, you know, the, the video game or movie. Here's a tube with some pointy bits they're weird they're bizarrely irregular it's a very alien space and i recommend looking up some videos of like people walking through them or that sort of thing to really get a sense of what they're actually like or better yet go to them because they don't make sense you look up and there's a you know two foot by four foot by one foot block of stone hanging off of about six inches of stone just kind of off to the side and it's like okay well it's held up these many thousands of years it's probably not going to kill me to walk under it all right it's just it's wild stuff um it's very neat so fun experience and definitely the kind of thing that boy you can you can do so much more with it than this this place is dark make it into something severeville tennessee Always a nice option. Ben, what do you got? There are several explanations as to how the penny system of design, uh, designating nail sizes was adopted. 
One explanation asserts that four, uh, that since four and six penny nails, for instance, once cost four pence and six pence per hundred, the abbreviation for penny, D, uh, being the first letter in the Roman coin, denarius, uh, was also adopted as a designation for nail size. Another commonly accepted theory is that 1,008 penny nails, for instance, weighed eight pounds. Uh, since the ancient symbol for the English pound in weight was D, it was thought that the same symbol was used for the nails. We're never not educational. Daniel. But soft, what light through yonder window breaks? Tis the east, and Juliet is the sun. Rise, fair sun, and kill the envious moon, who's already pale and sick with grief. I don't, that was somewhere between ninth grade with Mr. Akiona and I think Blanche Devereaux from Golden Girls. So here for it. Um, also, Ben, what we was got the a name slight of twang of uh, uh, that was uh, the backstage handbook. It's like a set. If you ever book. love it. Yeah. So if you ever need to know anything about anything of technical information, it is an illustrated almanac of technical information. Love it. Neat. Uh, and for my sound check, I will simply read a tweet from Redworm Official, uh, W-Y-R-M. Uh, it's a Twitter account run by a father and his son, who is a, the son is a DM and he's six. And, and he is an excellent DM. He's a far better DM than I am. Uh, so this conversation, uh, six-year-old, with your ring of jumping, you soar 20 feet into the air, but just missed the ladder. Father, I will try something else. Son, you take nine points of falling damage. Father, I'm wearing the ring of jumping. Son, it isn't the ring of landing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Proud of that child. He's six and he knows. He knows it all. The world isn't ready. <laughs>